When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, what's going on everybody? Welcome back. It is time once again for another episode of the Politics and Punk Rock podcast. I'm Andrew for America. Um, So today, I really don't have a plan. I'm going to just go off the cuff stream of consciousness today. Um, This episode is is entitled Quotable Everyone. And today I'm going to read a bunch of quotes that I've been assembling over time, trying to fit them into podcasts here and there. And um, I feel like I got just a little too many. And I decided to do a show today where I kind of uh, read some quotes to you guys by various people. And it is just seconding or co-signing or... Uh, a different way of uh, interpreting a lot of the things that I've been talking about on this podcast, a lot of continuing themes, uh, etc. So that's what we're going to do today. And the first quote I want to read to you uh, is by Immanuel Kant, K-A-N-T, philosopher. Quote, if the truth shall kill them, let them die, unquote. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much that's pretty much uh, a one-liner that summarizes my entire podcast thus far. <laughs> if the truth shall kill them, let them die. Moving on. Uh, This one's by Plato, philosopher. If you do not take an interest in the affairs of your government, then you are doomed to live under the rule of fools. If you do not take an interest in the affairs of your government, then you are doomed to live under the rule of fools. What does that remind you of? Those who do not learn from history are condemned to repeat it. You better start getting into politics before politics starts getting into you. See how, I mean, see how all these people over time are saying the same thing in different ways. People from different epochs, different eras. All human, though. The only consistent theme throughout human history is exactly that. We're all humans. 
So like David Goggins said, people, don't put people on a pedestal. We're all the same. We're all the same species. This one's by Voltaire. Quote, every man is a creature of the age in which he lives and few are able to raise themselves above the ideas of the time. Unquote. How many times have you heard me say, you got to put stories into the historical context of the time that they occurred. And the reason being for that is so that you can understand. This one is by the father of quantum physics, Werner Heisenberg. <laughs> Quote, the first gulp from the glass of natural sciences will make you an atheist. But at the bottom of the glass, God is waiting for you. <laughs> so yeah, feel however, however you want to feel about that. We've been over that before, you know. Intelligent design versus chance occurrences, you know, Nietzschean, existential, nihilist, will to power worlds with no morals, no ethics, no values, no virtue. You know, we've been over it. Uh, this one's by Carl Jung, philosopher. If a man knows more than others, he becomes lonely. <laughs> well, you know. I think uh, if you guys are still listening to me run my mouth on my podcast, do you all agree with that statement? <laughs> oh, boy. Eh, eh, I'm not that lonely. I mean, I really don't hang out with people as much as I once did, but I kind of like that. <laughs> I kind of enjoy solitude. I kind of enjoy me alone in a room, no excuses, facing my own mind. I kind of like it. It's a good way to live. In my opinion, it's the only way to live. Moving on. Speaking about living your own truth and living in your own mind, uh, this is by a guy named Max Stirner. And I believe he is a... Uh, I believe he is sympathetic to the liberty movement. Uh, and I like how he breaks down uh, the philosophical roots of the ideas of the liberty movement in this uh, quote right here. This one's a little bit long. Here we go. Listen up. I think you guys might find this interesting. Quote, We are accustomed to classify states according to the different ways in which the supreme might is distributed. Or you might say, you know, the monopoly on force. If an individual has it, it is monarchy. If all have it, it is democracy, etc. Supreme might, then, might against whom? Well, against the individual and his self-will. The state practices violence. The individual must not do so. The state's behavior is violence, and it calls its violence 
law, that of the individual. Crime, then, so the individual's violence is called, and only by crime does he overcome the state's violence when he thinks that the state is not above him, but he is above the state. I love that. You know, it's it's one. It, it, you know, they're not holding the government. Your publicly elected officials are not holding themselves to the same standards we all are supposed to hold ourselves to. Period. And I know I got to break the habit of saying period, but seriously, people. You know, we're we're accustomed to classifying states according to different ways. The supreme might uh, is distributed. I don't know. That one's that one's a long one to wrestle with. I like it though. Uh, this one's by Rosa Rosa Luxemburg. Quote: Those who do not move do not notice their chains. Unquote. And I love that quote because it reminds me of coronavirus. It reminds me of the Matrix. It reminds me of all the things I've been telling you guys about. You gotta travel. St. Augustine once said, The world is a book. I'm sorry, no, life. Life is a book. And those who do not travel read only one page. You want to live your life knowing just a page of the whole story? Or do you want to read the whole book, people? Oh boy, this one's from Yoda. Attachment leads to jealousy. The shadow of greed, that is. Train yourself to let go of everything you fear to lose. I like that. You better start training yourself to let go. Let go of your ego. Let go of all of your stuff. All the things you fear to lose. You got to be mentally mentally prepared in the new 21st century world. You got to be mentally prepared because you might start losing stuff, people. If this ship doesn't get turned around and if we all don't self-reflect and start identifying the problems in ourselves so that we can fix all that stuff and then we can start focus, focusing on fixing all the problems in the world around us. If we don't start doing that, you better start getting used to You better start mentally preparing. Training yourself to let go of everything you fear to lose. I'm telling you, people. Got two paths, two roads. What road are you going to take? This one's by Nietzsche. And uh, Nietzsche's a complicated guy. I have a complicated relationship with Nietzsche. That's for sure. But I like this, quote, In individuals, insanity is rare. But in groups, parties, nations, and epochs, it is the rule, unquote. That reminds me of what George Carlin says about, you know, I love individuals when you meet people one-on-one. -on -one. But as soon as they start to group they sacrifice the beauty of the individual for the pff, insanity of the group. 
and you know the rest. Uh, this is from uh, Walter Williams. You guys heard Walter Williams in the previous podcast, uh, The Morality of the Free Market. This is him talking about capitalism. Capitalism is relatively new in human history. Prior to capitalism, the way people amassed great wealth was by looting, plundering, and enslaving their fellow man. Capitalism made it possible to become wealthy by serving your fellow men. Unquote. And I really hope you lefties internalize that, get it in your head, get it in your brain sooner or later. really hope you guys start learning what exactly the fuck capitalism actually is and not what you were told it was by Professor Ponytail or mainstream media news talking head. Ayn Rand, quote, Capitalism was the only system in history where wealth was not acquired by looting, but by production, not by force, but by trade. The only system that stood for man's right to own his mind, to his own mind, to his work, to his life, to his happiness, and to himself. I want to read that one more time. Capitalism was the only system in history where wealth was not acquired by looting, but by production. Not by force, but by trade. The only system that stood for man's right to his own mind, to his work, to his life, to his happiness, to himself. Unquote. Just saying, people. I really hope we actually learn what capitalism actually is <laughs> sooner or later. Uh, this one is uh, a little two-parter. This is uh, from uh, Unknown. <laughs> Unknown. Consider how hard it is to change yourself, and you'll understand what little chance you have in trying to change others. Unquote. Love that. You cannot teach people anything. You can only help them to discover it for themselves. This quote is by Louise Hay. Don't know who she is. Uh, here we go. Quote, we cannot force others to change. We can offer them a positive mental atmosphere where they have the possibility to change if they wish. But we cannot do it for or to other people. Each person is here to work out his or her own lessons. And if we fix it for them, then they will just go and do it again and again because they have not worked out what they needed to for themselves. As we can do, I'm sorry, all we can do is to love them, allow them to be who they are, Know that the truth is always within them and that they can change at any moment if they want to. People, I love it. It's a choice. 
Happiness is a choice, and it's a shame more people don't choose it. Seeking absolute truth in this world is a choice, and it's a shame more people don't choose it. This is by Abraham <clears throat> Maslow. I don't know if this is Maslow's hierarchy of needs guy, but it might be. And think about this quote. Think about everything that I've said about... Uh, about God, I sounded really Minnesotan right there. About, about. Um, think about everything that I've said concerning that Ben Franklin quote. Any society that would give up give up its liberty liberty <laughs> in exchange for security deserves neither liberty nor security, right? Listen to this, quote, in any given moment, we have two options. To step forward into growth or to step back, backwards into safety, unquote. Safe spaces, safe zones. We've been over this before, for sure, people. Peaceful slavery or dangerous freedom, right? If you're not willing to take full responsibility and control for your actions in this world, in this life, do you deserve to be protected if you're not going to participate in the common goal if you're not going to be the team player if you're going to live at the expense of everyone else remember I have that line in that song uh, I played for you guys in a few previous podcasts ago my original song called On the Shelf I have never had the chance to run away from all my problems. Can't you see? I've been living in this world all by myself and at the expense of everyone else. You want to be that person? You want to be the person that is uh, labeled by your peers as the person that's hard to work with, difficult to work with, does not work well with others, gives up, makes excuses, doesn't pull their weight runs away from consequences and responsibilities. You want to be that person? You want to take the road you know, huh? Or you want to be like the people that I think are the listeners of my podcast who have chosen to take the road unknown. You're still listening to me run my mouth. So I, I love you guys. Thanks for being here. I'm on a quest for absolute truth. I want to know. I would rather know than not know. And if that makes me a conspiracy theorist, so be it. I don't give a shit. I don't care about your stupid, immature labels. I don't care. Your stupid, all-encompassing, herd mentality words. It's just gross. It's just gross. Thomas Jefferson, and I quote, Sometimes it is said that man cannot be trusted with the government of himself. Can he then be trusted with the government of others? Unquote. Think about that one for a little bit, people. Let it swirl around a bit. That was from 
the first inaugural address, 1801. Thomas Jefferson said that. Uh, here's a Thomas Sowell quote I really like. <laughs> quote, Envy was once considered to be one of the seven deadly sins before it became one of the most admired virtues under its new name, social justice. <laughs> uh, yeah, chew on that one for a few minutes. This is by Seneca. Quote, it is folly to say, what I have said must remain fixed. There is no disgrace in having our options and our opinions change with the circumstances. People, that means you got to be adaptable. You got to stay open-minded. You got to not close yourself off and be fundamentalist idiots who are so sure of themselves all the time. Blockheaded, never letting any new information in. Don't be those people. <laughs> uh, this is guy. This is by a guy named Reggie Hood. Don't know who he is. He's. I, I think he, I don't know if he's a follower of mine or if he's a Facebook friend. I can't remember where I saw this, but I love this quote. Listen to this quote. One of the biggest mistakes the American people have made is identifying with a political party. Amen, my friend. Watching the masses defend politicians who fuck us over every chance they get and fight amongst each other in their name is some disgusting shit. <laughs> agree, Mr. Hood. Couldn't agree more. This one goes out to all you snowflake, cancel culture, crybaby, whiny little bitch types out there. And this is by a lovely lady, Octavia Butler. Listen to what she, she has to say. If you understand how frequently people cope by projecting, you'd learn to take absolutely nothing personally. I love it. Oh, man. Did you guys hear uh, that story about uh, Patrice Cullors, the co-founder of BLM, who is apparently stepping down after she took a bunch of money off of you knucklehead idiots, $550 million in property damage estimated in June of 2020 here in the city of Minneapolis during the riots. And Patrice Cullors recently said her departure from the organization has been planned and irrelevant to the examination of her finances. <laughs> I'm a hustler, baby. I just want you to know anywhere I've been, where I'm about to go, I'm going to go to my big mansion I just bought on the beach in California. Because <laughs> I'm a race hustler, baby. <laughs> I just want you to know. I bought a mansion on the coast in a ranch. Now you know. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Patrice Collars, BLM. Go look her up, people. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy it. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> oh, boy. This uh, is from the Anarchist Rebel Instagram page. And I don't know who said it. I don't know if it's a quote. I don't know who came up with it. It is so simple and so perfect. And I want you guys to really pay attention to what this quote means. People, if the situation we are in was hopeless, then their propaganda would be unnecessary. So let's let's uh, scientific method that backwards. Okay, let's reverse engineer that. The propaganda is necessary. Because the situation is not hopeless. The only thing standing between you and all of your pragmatic, utopian dreams of society coming true. The only thing standing in your way is you. The situation is not helpless. All you got to do is find the courage, have the balls, find humility, silence your ego, educate your mind, exercise your body, etc., etc., etc. This, this uh, quote is from Schopenhauer. We seldom think of what we have but always of what we lack. Therefore, rather than grateful, we are bitter. And people, I've been talking about that, di that, that dichotomy, that duality of man, the yin-yang, the positive-negative, the good-evil, <clears throat> the two wolves living in all of us. Is it love, caring, striving, Cooperation, or is it greed, hate, malevolence, bitterness? Remember, remember the, uh, remember the, I don't want to be a dictator by uh, Charlie Chaplin uh, speech that he gave. Don't let the bitterness into your hearts. You are not robot men. You are humans with human hearts and human minds. Don't let the bitterness of the robot. Nation that's coming. Enter your minds. Enter your hearts. You gotta fight that fear. This is from somebody named Alice Smith. I pulled this off of Twitter and I like it. This is a fantastic quote. This kind of goes back to the whole free market uh, capitalism. Uh, conversation. If a company goes bust, that's not on the government to save it, people. You better start learning that, man. If it can't make a profit, it needs and deserves to go under. It needs and deserves to go under. See, deserves. 
is a word that is synonymous with personal responsibility. And how many times have you people heard me say, all you lefties specifically, it's the merit, the the hierarchy of ability that you choose not to believe is a part of the equation. Sometimes things, efforts deserve to fail. Sometimes people deserve to be left unprotected because they are not willing to protect themselves. If you disagree, then maybe you should give all your cash up for free. And maybe you should reclassify your business as a charity and not a business. <laughs> if you disagree, then maybe you should give up your cash for free. Give it out. Just give it away. Give all the money that you make from your business away if it's charity, right? Uh, I could go on and on and on and on and on. This quote, moving on, is from Paramahansa Yogananda. Quote, the entire universe is God's cosmic motion picture and that individuals are merely actors in the divine play who change roles through reincarnation. Mankind's deep suffering is rooted in identifying too closely with one's current role rather than with the movie director or God. The movie's director. Oops, let me read that again. The entire universe is God's cosmic motion picture, and that individuals are merely actors in the divine play who change roles through reincarnation. Mankind's deep suffering is rooted in identifying too closely with one's current role rather than with the movie's director, an almighty, omnipotent, God that rules the universe and all the planets and all the civilizations. Little esoteric there, little pagan philosophy. I like it. You know, it's interesting. Like, you know, pagan philosophy is so much about celestial be bodies and and space and time. And ancient alien theory is about historical space and time. I don't know, people. There might be something to those theories. Put the two together. I mean, at least it's tangible. <laughs> uh, okay, moving on. This is from the Fighting the Tyranny radio show. Tyranny requires submission. Given up. It simply does not exist without it. Amen. For tyranny to sur survive, it needs a foothold, and it gains it from an obedient, compliant, easily controlled society that does whatever it's told to do. The largest threat humanity faces isn't the tyrants imposing the draconian laws. It is the people willingly, willingly, willfully obeying those draconian laws. The biggest threat we face isn't these dictators attempting to steal our freedom. It is the masses 
who willingly let them take it. The revolution is realizing that the destruction of humanity can only continue so long as we allow it to continue. Unquote. You better start getting these ideas in your head through your thick skulls, people. I've been telling you, it's not going away. This shit, these stories, people, they're not going away. You better embrace it. You better face it. And it's tough. I know it's tough. And you know why it's tough? Here you go. In the 1960s, the KGB did some very fascinating psychological experiments. They learned that if you bombard human subjects with fear messages non-stop, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, in your face, all the time. Repetition. In 2 months or less, people, in only 2 months or less, most of the subjects are completely brainwashed to believe the false message to the point that no amount of clear information they are shown to the contrary can change their mind. And we've talked about that before, haven't we? We've talked about mind control, Manchurian candidates, uh, William Casey, FBI director or CIA director once said, we will know our disinformation campaign is complete when everything the American people believe is a lie. We have declassified CIA documents that prove a lot of the stuff that they have done to human subjects in the past in pursuit of studying the mind, the human brain, how it works, how to control us, how to manipulate us, how to keep us passive, obedient people. That false message is pumped into your brains through your screens every single minute of your life. Operation Mockingbird never ended, people. You are the most propagandized, mind-controlled, mind-manipulated, enhanced by pharmacological methods, society in human history. Give yourselves a round of applause, America. Is that something to be proud of? The most duped, gullible, naive, bunch of stupid, idiot, morons this world has ever seen. And there are people in third world countries right now that would trade places with your stupid, ignorant, ungrateful ass in a second. Snap of a finger blink of an eye. They'd trade places with you in an instant. So I hope that you people find some fucking gratitude and some th give some thanks that you were lucky enough to be born in the United States of America. George Washington once said, Usurpation 
is the customary weapon by which free governments are destroyed. And people, if you're going to be grateful for being born or, or eventually getting the chance to move to, immigrate to, migrate to the United States of America, if you find a way to give thanks and be proud and take some ownership, have a vested interest, be a part of the team, participate in something bigger than just yourself, then you're going to heed those words by George Washington, like I have, like people like me have. Usurpation is the customary weapon by which free governments are destroyed. Please, my fellow Americans, for the love of whatever God it is you pray to, get that through your thick fucking skulls sooner rather than later for you for me for all of us my friend sam winchester talks about uh mr smedley butler in one of his episodes and smedley butler is a very interesting guy very pivotal guy in the history of all the things that I've been talking about on this podcast. He is a former United States Marine Corps Major General. And this is a famous quote by Mr. Smedley Butler. I highly encourage you people to go listen to, I forget what episode uh, of the According to Sam podcast it is where he talks about Smedley Butler. Uh, But just go, you know, just go listen to all of Sam's podcasts, According to Sam, okay? He's nearing 100 episodes very soon. I I suggest you get busy. Catch up. Here we go, Smedley Butler, and I quote, War is a racket. It always has been. I spent 33 years and four months in active military service, and during that period I spent most of my time as a high-class muscle man for big business for Wall Street and the bankers. Hmm, who does that sound who does that sound like? Who does that remind you of? That reminds me of Mr. John Phillips, former economic hitman, doesn't it? In short, I was a racketeer, a gangster for capital, for corporatism. Corporate capitalism, crony capitalism. I helped make Mexico and especially Tampico safe for American oil interests in 1914. I helped make Haiti and Cuba a decent place for the National City Bank boys to collect revenues in. I helped in the raping of half of a dozen Central American republics for the benefit of Wall Street. I helped purify Nicaragua for the International Banking House of the Brown Brothers. (laughs) 1902 through 1912. I brought light to the I brought light to the Dominican Republic for the American sugar interests in 1916. I helped make Honduras right for the American fruit companies in 1903. In China in 1927, I helped see to it that Standard Oil went on its way unmolested. Looking back on it, I might have given Al Capone a few hints. 
The best he could do was to operate his racket in his three little districts. I operated on three continents. Smedley, Darlington, Butler. July 30th, 1881. Born and died June 21st, 1940. People, it's a big club. And you and I are not in the big club. This one goes out to all of you anti-gun nuts out there. Name a country. Here, pop quiz. Name a country in which gun confiscation ultimately led to more liberty and not an unimaginable amount of death and destruction. We'll wait. What's your answer? Oh, that's right. There is no such country. <laughs> Uh, when I was a kid, I used to watch Doctor Who. You guys remember Doctor Who? Yeah, I'm getting old, people. <laughs> I'm getting old. But this is a quote from Doctor Who. Loved that show. Here we go. You know, the very powerful and the very stupid have one thing in common. They don't alter their views to fit the facts. They alter the facts to fit their views. That's timeless wisdom right there, people. That is timeless wisdom. People, things are not getting worse out there. They're getting uncovered, finally. People like you and me are starting to investigate. We're starting to pick up the trail of breadcrumbs. We must hold each other tight and continue to pull back the veil together, my fellow Americans. If you spend your entire life taking everything personally, you're going to spend your entire life wondering why you're not happy. Happiness is a choice. I've said it before. Happiness doesn't come from other people's approval. Happiness comes from self-worth, authentic choices, and doing cool shit without caring who notices. It's you against you, people. You know, you got to beware of destination addiction. That idea that happiness is in the next place, the next job, the next situation. Until you give up the, the idea that happiness is somewhere else, people, it will never be with you in the present moment. 
and I and I talked about this before, where I said, you know, whenever you're here, you always look over there and you see what's over there and you go, damn, I want what's over there. Then you finally get over there. And now that you're over there, you look back to where you were and what do you say to yourself? Now I want to go back there. And what does that mean? That means you never stopped to smell the roses. You never enjoyed the moment. You never appreciated what you had. You were always focused on all the things that you don't have. And people, happiness is found in focusing on the things that you have, that you earned, that you were lucky to obtain, that someone was benevolent enough to bestow upon you. That's where happiness is, people. Happiness comes from focusing on what you have and being thankful and grateful for it and striving to do more and achieve more. It's not the the destination, it's the journey, right? You do what you love, you never work a day in your life, right? Uh, This one's from Bill Hicks. I just stumbled upon this. I don't even know where this came from, but Bill Hicks, man, what a brilliant guy. He says, you know, it's all about money, people. It's not not about freedom. (laughs) You know, y'all okay out there? You guys listening? Nothing to do with fucking freedom. If you think you're free, try going somewhere without fucking money. He's right, people. I mean, the Federal Reserve, the bankers, they own you, people. They're, 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 they're tacking more debt onto your grandchildren before they even enter this world. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty safe in uh, saying, I, I feel pretty confident in making the claim that we have owners. They own us. We are, and and the more that entrepreneurship goes away, we are increasingly becoming more and more of corporate wage slaves people. They're enslaving you through taxation. They're enslaving you through inflation and deflation, fiat currency. These are facts, people. You can't run away from them. Oh, man. Uh, This I stumbled upon, and this is... This is kind of troubling, people. Um, This is from a guy named Michael Yeadon, who is a former vice president of Pfizer. And, you know, you probably didn't hear about Pfizer Company too much before the whole COVID-19 pandemic. And I'm sure a lot of you listening to my voice right now are going to, you don't know, <laughs> you're, you're about to hear me read this to you while you have Pfizer vaccine coursing through your veins. And I am one of you. I got the Pfizer vaccine from the VA. And I've heard a lot of crazy stuff about the PCR tests, people. Uh, Sam Winchester on his podcast talks about it at length, how they cycle these tests. 
and they are not accurate. Uh, the more you cycle it, the more chance of finding virus that may or may not have come from you. It's a big scam. It's a big scheme. It's almost by design. Oh, sometimes I wish I don't find this stuff. I didn't find this stuff, people. So former vice president of Pfizer uh, commented on this Facebook Facebook thread. Uh, I don't know if you want to listen to this, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit you with it. Here we go. At the heart of the fraud, not only in the United Kingdom, people, but much of the world, every one of the main narrative points about this virus is a lie. Oh, really? No exceptions, he says. While new, while new, the virus is related to six other coronaviruses, four of which are endemic. So lots of prior immunity. It was never going to kill many, and only those who were close to the end of life. Asymptomatic transmission is a total lie. Masks are not necessary, nor do they work. They've been tested and published, and, and the work proves they have no impact on respiratory virus transmission. Lockdown doesn't do anything because almost all transmission occurred in institutions, so they smashed the economy and civil society for absolutely nothing. People, this is the former vice president of Pfizer saying this, and you know, maybe this is maybe this is a scam. Maybe this is a scam job. Maybe this is a, a hoax. Maybe someone used the same name and isn't the same person. Who knows? Maybe this. I need to vet this a little bit more, okay? Because this is pretty fucking controversial, clearly. But if you follow the breadcrumbs and you follow the money, you never know what you might stumble upon. He goes on. PCR testing is a joke. Done as it is, with no definition of false positive rate, way too high a number of cycles, a variable number of probe primer pairs, and no normalizing for amount of genetic material in the samples. They used inexperienced staff and generated massive cross-contamination. Ignore it all. The ridiculous within 28 days of a positive test rule was novel and great, greatly exaggerated claimed numbers of COVID deaths. Variants are almost identical to the original sequence 0.3% drift in 17 months. It's irrelevant. You won't need top up vaccines for half a century at this rate. Literally, none of this is true. I infer that vax pass is the near-term goal, and that is totalitarian tyranny. Okay, maybe this is bullshit, maybe not. Okay, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe I need to go vet this. You know, do I mean, go look up Michael Yeadon. His last name is spelt Y-E-A-D-O-N. Look up his Facebook page. See if you can find this comment. See if you can find him talking about this. Apparently there's a video out there of him talking about this. How come this story isn't on the mainstream media? Hmm? That's some pretty controversial shit, don't you think, people? So all you naysayers out there, all your progressive types, all you people that probably hate my guts, this stuff is out there. And simply because you choose not to seek Truth does not mean the rest of the world needs to change 
and run away from the reality of the situation in order to facilitate, coddle your feeble, fragile, crybaby, whiny, pathetic, spineless, coward mind. This is a little clip from Modern Man, the book Modern Man in Search of a Soul, page 69. The shoe that fits one person pinches another. There is no recipe for living that suits all cases. Each of us carries his own life, his own life form, an indeterminable form which cannot be superseded by any other. People, you are an individual sovereign person with inalienable rights given to you by your creator. Why are you willing to give them away willingly, especially to a totalitarian dictatorship police surveillance state government that does not give a fuck about you. You better start waking up to this stuff, people. And I'm going to end today with a quote from Soren Kierkegaard. Scandinavian philosopher, love his stuff. He's got a book called Either Or. Highly recommend it. Uh, this is, he talks about Christ in this quote, but you don't have to be religious to get the point. Okay, here we go. Christ was crucified because he would have nothing to do with the crowd, even though he addressed himself at all. I'm sorry. Fuck, I fucked it up. Christ was crucified because he would have nothing to do with the crowd, even though he addressed himself to all. He did not want to form a party, an interest group, a mass movement. No, he wanted to be what he was, the truth, which is related to the single individual. monotheism, you might call this. Therefore, everyone who will genuinely serve the truth is by that very fact a martyr. To win a crowd is no art, for that only untruth is needed, nonsense, and a little knowledge of human passions. <laughs> Amen. But no witness to the truth dares to get involved with the crowd. Unquote. Edward Snowden. America's political power struggle has never been about conservative versus liberal as much as the owner versus the owned the whole Washington opera consists of two costumes shared by the same club. And you'll never 
be a member. Don't let them divide you from your neighbor. Unquote. And lastly, from Manly P. Hall people, it is only a step from boredom to disillusionment, which leads naturally to self-pity and which turn in turn ends in chaos. <clears throat> people, discipline is freedom. You got to get away from the boredom, get away from the chaos, get away from the noise, get away from the group, from the herd, from the crowd. Get away from your tribalism. Get away from your apathy. <clears throat> you got to shut that shit down. Epictetus once said, no man is free who is not a master of himself. People, it is time for punk rock. This song is by Rise Against. And I love this track. This is off their record, Siren Song of the Counterculture. I love these lyrics. If we're the flagship of peace and prosperity, we're taking on water and about to fucking sink. No one seems to notice. No one even blinks. The crew all left the passengers to die under the sea. <laughs> Countdown to the very end. Equality, an invitation that we won't extend. Ready, aim, pull the trigger now. In time, you firmly secure your place in hell. State of the Union address reads, War-torn country, still a mess. The words power, death, and distorted truth are read between the lines of the red, white, and blue. Guilty is what our graves will read. No years, no family. We did nothing to stop the murder of a people just like us. <laughs> That was back when Tim uh, McElrath was a gnarly, screamy frontman vocalist. I think every word in that song was a scream. <laughs> this has been episode 39 of the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast. Thank you for listening. I am Andrew for America. Uh, check out the website, politicsandpunkrockpodcast.com. Send me an email, andrewforamerica1984 at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Episode 40, the big 4-0. Coming soon. I love you guys. And we'll see you next time.